And welcome back as we're all just trying to digest the numbers and the modeling released from some of Ontario's top medical minds that had we done nothing in this province, we were looking at perhaps possibly 100,000 COVID-related deaths. Right now, we're on track for 3,000 on the low side, 15,000 on the high side. And of course, everybody is thinking about how do I protect myself and my family? What's the best way to go about it? Uh, In the States, there's been a lot of discussion. L.A.'s mayor, for example, the other day held a press conference urging everybody to wear masks in public. And more and more people, particularly in COVID hotspots in the U.S., are being encouraged to do so. Let's welcome in our medical expert, Dr. Lucas, for more on this. He joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Doctor, good afternoon. Thanks, as always. Good afternoon, Jeff. Nice to hear from you again. Well, same. Uh, always good to hear your voice. Uh, give us an update on uh, masks and why they're being uh, recommended in these COVID-19 uh, hotspots. Uh, I thought that traditional thinking, uh, doctor, was basically that they do not uh, protect you from everybody else. By wearing a mask, you're essentially just uh, protecting others from you. That's a good point. Uh, that's a good point. But I'll give you two reasons. So the first one is when you look at China, when you look at South Korea, Taiwan, Hong Kong, and Czech Republic, these are all countries who have a, a flattening of their curve, meaning their curve is not rising exponentially like we're seeing in Canada and the United States. And what they've done is that they've encouraged every single person who leaves the house to wear some form of protection, some sort of face cover, whether it's a mask or whether it's a scarf or bandana, something. And they're seeing improvement. So that's the first part. The second thing is, and we discussed this earlier this week in nursing homes and just in general amongst our elderly over the age of 70, there's so much asymptomatic shedding. There are so many people walking the streets who don't know if they have the virus. There are estimates that maybe there's 30 or 40 percent of people just walking the streets. They have the virus and they don't know they have the virus. And that's really striking. And of course, kind of scary to think you could be at a grocery store, someone next to you could be shedding the virus and you don't know. So when you see the graphs, when you see the curves, and when you see some of the rates of asymptomatic virus being thrown into the atmosphere, well, you know, it kind of makes sense that maybe we should have some sort of protection to not only infect others, but also protect ourselves. All right. Why are so many people possibly walking around that could be infecting others? Is it because, uh, as we've discussed for the last couple of weeks, a lot of the symptoms of COVID very similar to influenza? And maybe just maybe there are some people that are feeling it, suspecting it, but just don't want to admit to themselves that they possibly are COVID positive. Yeah, it's probably some of that, Jeff. And I mean, this is such a new virus, right? Like we've got influenza mainly figured out got our allergy symptoms mainly figured out. But when it comes to this coronavirus, this particular strain, we don't have it figured out. We don't know why certain people are more likely to get sick. When we looked at the Chinese population, we heard all about elderly and heart disease and high blood pressure, diabetes, those people we need to watch out for. Then when we look at some of the population studies so far done in North America, we're seeing a third of the patients being younger than 44, which is a stark contrast to what we saw in China. So we don't quite understand this virus and we don't understand why some people are asymptomatic and why some people have this really serious, we call it a cytokine storm, which essentially means on the inside, their lungs are just going into overdrive with inflammation. And we haven't identified why that is and why there's that discrepancy with the asymptomatic people. So this will take a little bit of time for us to have a greater idea of the virus. But in the meantime, you're right. There's people probably walking the street oblivious. I mean, despite everything we're saying, you still hear every so often people gathering together for 
a social, you know, whatever drinks or get togethers. And, and it drives us crazy in the medical field because we're really pushing the message. And I know you are too. So I don't know. I don't know, Jeff, this, um, the plot thickens with this virus every day. All right. I want to make it clear as well. If uh, you are thinking about masking up, if you've got to go out and pick up essentials and you want to wear a mask, what officials are recommending is not the mask that you, the medical community and professionals need. I think we really need to underscore that point because obviously those are in a precious supply uh, right now. There's such a huge demand, not only in this province and in this country, but right around the world for these N95 masks. Those aren't the kind of masks we're talking about for regular folks, correct? Thanks, Jeff. Thank you so much for bringing that up because it's it's what people need to understand. I think there's going to be a natural inclination from everyone to be like, oh, I need the N95 mask because that's what nurses and doctors and everyone on the front line is wearing but that is not what we're recommending. That is not what in these hotspots the recommendations are. Those are, as you said, they're precious. They're few and far between. You're seeing people directly exposed to sick people who are coughing, who aren't asymptomatic. They are symptomatic, and we're running low on these masks. I told you this last week. I worked, and I was doing high-level procedures that are exposing me to droplet particles, and I had to wear the same N95 mask for over three days. We had to preserve it. So we're not asking the public to buy out all of these masks and endanger some of our healthcare workers. We're asking for face covers at the moment. That's essentially the term we're using. We're saying face covers, and that's creative. That's cloth. That's cotton. That's even um, bandanas, as I said, or scarves. That's what we're asking for people to do at this moment. All right. Dr. Lucas, I know your time is uh, precious. Really appreciate any and all time you can uh, give us in uh, enlightening us on COVID-19. And uh, thank you so much. Stay safe, my friend. Stay safe, Jeff. Great to hear from you. You as well. All right. We'll get a break. Uh, We're awaiting the premier, by the way. Premier Ford will take to the podium coming up at the top of the hour at 2 o'clock. We, of course, will carry his remarks live here on Global News Radio. Right now, Global News Radio 640 Toronto traffic on this Friday. And once again, here's Richard Martin. Oh, Jeff, we've got a couple of issues on the go for the 401 in Milton. We're getting reports of a crash, 401 eastbound past James Snow Parkway, two right lanes blocked. We had issues on the go as well for the 401 eastbound collectors at Dixie, a stalled vehicle blocking the right lane. And now new problems, 401 eastbound collectors off ramp going to Islington, a crash on that ramp blocking the right lane. And still problems on the go on the westbound side of the 401, the collectors off ramp to Keel, a stalled vehicle blocking the right lane. Need mortgage advice? Connect with a CIBC Mortgage Advisor and get it done remotely together. Learn how at CIBC.com forward slash mortgages. I'm Richard Martin with Global News Radio, 640 Toronto, Chopper Traffic.